Shinantag Bono Journe Buana Jurnata Hevativa Kohipua Tidi O Sawadi Gia Bom Wiendia Everyone, I'm your host Saloma Jacobs and I'm delighted to introduce you to my Into the Garden podcast that ethereal presence to feel ignited, relaxed, rejuvenated, moved and inspired. Tune in for a reflection on deep, insightful, delightful, inspired soul poetry. Connect with soul sisters popping in for soul poetry, couch talk, real life stories, testimonies, motivational inspirations, parables, interviews, up and coming events and much, much more. So pop on over for time out to relax, unwind and connect. Send a voice message. Invite a friend or two. Share and like this podcast on Facebook under Shasti Caesarea. Instagram, Into the Garden. That will inspire you to live your best life and become the best you. Super, sassy, vibrant you. Thank you for sharing, tuning in and popping on over for a delightful soul Poetry Soiree. there and a hearty welcome from me Salome Jacobs as you once again join me when you and I take a well-deserved stroll into that significant part of the garden you know where the waterfall comes you stepping stones encourage you to take one step in front of the other and throwing pebbles remind you I may of a childhood happy-go-lucky days so come on over grab your seat and relax in the company of super soulful Sunday day you know there's nothing more relaxing than on a Sunday that said I don't know about you but I kind of look forward to my super soulful Sunday podcast there's something sublime on any particular Sunday being not only a day of rest but a day of reflection a day of readiness and preparatory a day of setting out tasks for the week ahead a day of rejoicing and a day of worshipping. So yes, 
and what a kaleidoscope of a lineup I have for you today. First up, thank you kindly for sharing the podcast with friends, family, co-workers, neighbours on your social networks and various social platforms. But most of all, thank you for sharing the love and being readily available when asked to comment and so on. With that out of the way, I have a powerful and encourage inspirational word by none other than my dear soul sister Carol Schultz. So stay tuned, stay connected for a wonderful, inspiring lineup. Don't go away now. Stay connected. And the title is Caged In But Not Confused. Even more so, amidst everything that is happening around the world today, a media frenzy. Weariness. Confusion. that is detrimental to you and me. But have no fear. For you have a warrior on your side. You have the Lion of Judah on your side. The inscription reads as follows. Finances. Abuse. Lack of sleep, that too. I might be caged in, but I'm not confused. Yes, caged in, but not confused. So many a times you and I rub shoulders with someone who is depressed, desperate, lost, confused, sad, lonely and hurting, especially in turbulent times faced. So what do you do? How do you know? Thing is, depression, stress, schizophrenia happens and affects both you and I. Remember you and I like to hide, wear masks and cover up 
You might not be aware of the dark road they travelled, the struggle, tormented road they travelled, and yet sometimes we notice, but at most we don't. Maybe you too, busy, preoccupied or overwhelmed. Again, what's on your plate? Sometimes the enemy's tactics is to silence you, brainwash you, stall you, misdirect you, confuse you, to tire you, weary you and deplete you. To be honest, many days and if I could be frank, those people, as you and I label them, exclude them, look down upon them, toss them to the curb, you know, the ones with the stigma, the ones destitute, the ones afraid, the ones in need of a saving grace, your soul sister, prayer warrior, friend enemy, all you could be the desperate, the sad, the hurting, the lonely, just covering those rugged edges and terrains from the rest of us. So if I were to ask you, where do you see yourself here? Are you in need of someone to notice you? To talk to you, to take time out of their busy schedule, to spend time with you, perhaps appreciate you and not character assassinate you speak down upon you think less of you remove what's not necessary or so urgent on your plate to slow down take time to care to listen to just be there for on this journey with struggles unbeknownst to you and me God sends in a helper, it could be you, it could be me, and you know why? Simply because God uses broken vessels, treasured vessels to proclaim, let the weak say I am strong, let the poor say I am rich, because of what the Lord has done for us give thanks so once in your distress be blessed and awesome see your caged in as God working everything out for his good and for his glory may the Almighty compass you with his favorite shield may he take charge of your comings and goings may success be your portion and may traveling angels surround you wherever you might go may the angels of protection encamp and wrap and enfold you and be your weapon around every corner may whatever arrows blow suspicious traps set out for you be crushed and tossed blessed he shall be fruitful he shall be healthy he shall be glad he shall be believe that i am the lord your father i am the lord your healer i am the lord your provider i am the lord that sustains but i am also the lord that takes for so as i bless thee i will take away so you can become dependent on me the one true vine wake up get up dress up look up thank up 
be expectant of what God can do during this time of your dilemma of being cooped and caged up when you and I leave everything in the hands of the one true vine up who can treat your depression, your schizophrenia, your bipolar to make it stable up and so it is so shall it be and this was written the 14th of october 2019 you say fear not for lo i am with thee so here is stay connected for next up is Carol Schultz with her inspirational word the winds of change
I just want to speak to the doubt in the room. If there is any doubt in the room, I just want you to know there is nothing impossible for God. And I know you may think it's tough, but I just want you to leave that doubt, leave that fear. And no matter what, just lift your hands and declare God is king. You are king of my life. You are king of my circumstances, God.
Greetings in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. My name is Carol Schultz, a beloved daughter of the Most High God, of whom he delights in. Thank you once again for inviting me into your homes as I bring about the word that God has laid in my heart to share with you. Before we, we carry on and I bring on this word, let us pray. Father, we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. We worship you, Lord. And Father, we ask this of you, dear God. You that is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, the great I am. Father, anoint us and bless us and impart in us a spirit of understanding, discernment and acknowledge. An acknowledgement of your word, Lord God. So Father, what we have that we can share to those that are in need, that want to know about your word and for those that don't even know you lord but are yearning to know about you father god that you empower us lord that we and releasing us that we can share your word lord we thank you in the mighty name of jesus christ our lord and savior yes there are times that we have to say it as it is straightforward like the arrow that is released from the quiver of the bow and finds its mark I want to say unto you, it's time to gird up your loins, to claim your inheritance, to become sons and daughters, true sons and daughters, to be heirs of his kingdom, sonship in him, Jesus Christ. You have to be born again, not only saved. Yes, my beloveds, you have to be born again. In John 3 verse 1 to 8, there was a man of the Pharisees, a learned man, man that followed the law. His name was Nicodemus. And he came unto Jesus. He came to Jesus one night. And as in um, John 3, he came to Jesus and says, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who's come from God. For no one could perform the miracle signs or the miraculous signs you're doing if God were not with you. In reply, Jesus declared, I tell you, the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Nicodemus then asked Jesus, how can a man be born again when he is old? Surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the spirit flesh gives birth to flesh but spirit gives birth to spirit you should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again the wind blows wherever it pleases you hear its sound but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it, go where it is going so it is with everyone born of the spirit here the Lord emphasizes, Jesus says, that you have to be born of water and of the Spirit to enter the kingdom of God. And water means water baptism and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We read in John 1.32, Then John gave his testimony, I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. I would not have known him except that the one who sent me to baptize with water told me 
The man in whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is he who was baptized with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is the Son of God, which we know as Jesus Christ. So my people, it's time to stop fooling and playing around. Yes, churchy, churchy, stop it. I want you to get real because people's lives and, and the generations are at stake because of your disobedience. Stop serving two masters. I want to tell you without God, you are nothing. If you rely on your fleshly power and demonic power, you will succumb to God's harshest judgment. Look what happened to Ahab and Jezebel. Yes, look what happened. God directed his anger at them. They died. Dogs licked their bones, ate their bones, their blood. They were cursed by God because of murdering and plotting against God's anointed and prophets. People, stop looking and knocking and going to the wrong doors, walking the wrong paths. When you do so, you give the enemy legal right to follow your footsteps wherever you go. And this can be to the demise, demise of your generation and generations to come. Yes, these actions and exchange of knocking on the wrong doors with the kingdom of darkness can affect your children, your children's children's lives. It is generational. I'm speaking to those that do not know Christ as well as those that call themselves what I say so-called Christians, but they are serving two masters. I will not stop saying this and bring this call about. Awake, awake, awake. The sofas of heaven has long sounded. The arrows in the quiver of God's bow has been released and nothing, nothing can stop it. It will find its mark. You know, in this time, look what the pandemic has been doing. It's been destroying families. People are dying all over the nations. Sisters and brothers, stop what you are doing. Return to your first love, the one who knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Turn from your wicked ways so that you and your offspring can be blessed and take hold of the gates of the enemy. Yes, in this time, more so than ever, we must take a stand. We must take our positions for ourselves and the generations to come in this nation that God's will can be done in this kingdom, that God's will can spread, that his glory be, be and his power on this earth can be spread, that we can defeat the works of the enemy. Yes. In, Je in Genesis 24, verse 60, I want to say unto you that you may increase to thousands upon thousands so that your offspring may possess the gates of the enemy. This is what the word says here. May you increase to thousands upon thousands. May your offspring possess the gates of the enemy. So my brothers and sisters, take your positions. Take hold, gird yourself, put on your full armor, put on the breastplate of righteousness, the sandals of peace. Yes, put on, put on the helmet of salvation. Yes, so that we can use the word of God 
against all forces of the enemy, all arrows of the enemy above us, below us, and all around us. Yes, you can make a difference by doing the will of God. Because it's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. Yes, this is the time when God will turn things around. The revival spirit of God, irrespective of what your eyes see, stay focused on God, stay focused on the fire, revival fire of God. There is awakening that has been released already. The sofas have been blown. God's arrows in his quiver of his bow has been released. The sound has been heralded. The heavenly host has taken charge because they are doing the will of God. So come, assist the kingdom of God. Take your post, take your stand. Be on the watchtowers, be on the walls, be in the prayer classes. Say it as it is. Stop playing churchy, churchy. Be the things and the person that you've been chosen. Get into your call. Get into the gifting that God has given you. If you're in the wrong call and you're running with the wrong call, stop it. Turn around, repent that God can do the things and have you to do his will, not your will. So be blessed. God bless you all. God bless you. Till next time.
didn't see that level of sad coming. I think when sad comes, you don't know it's coming. It's a little, one little circumstance, another circumstance, another missed moment where you don't speak your mind, another moment when you don't say what's on your heart, another moment when you say yes and you really wanted to say no, another moment when you just put everyone else in front of you. And here I was in the doctor's office, clinically depressed. I asked my doctor, could I do something before I fulfilled the prescription? Could I try something else? Because when she said I was really, really sad, what I realized was that I had just forgot who I was. That I had become Jelani's mom, that's all I was. I had become his fiance, that's all I was. And then I was the woman that he abused. And then I was the daughter trying to hide the abuse from my father and my mother. And then I was the motivational speaker trying to hide the fact that I was sad from everyone. I just forgot who I was. And so I asked her, can I have 30 days to just discover me again? And I did three things. One, I put affirmations all around my house, reminding me who I was. You are an unrepeatable miracle. You are beautiful in your own right. You are, you deserve healthy love. You are a child of God. Everywhere I could look in my house was a post-it note reminding me of who I was. I read scriptures and I read words that showed me my birthright. And then every day I got in the mirror and I completed three sentences. I looked in my eyes and I said, Lisa, I'm proud that you, and I found seven things to celebrate Lisa for. And the second sentence was, Lisa, I forgive you for. And I found seven different things to cut the shackles of blame, shame, guilt, regret, and anger around. And I said, Lisa, I commit to you that. And I made seven different commitments to myself every day for 30 days. And when I went back to the doctor, I was completely ready to take the prescription and fill it if I needed to. And I shared with her. She asked me question after question after question again. And then at the end, she goes, I have two questions for you, Lisa. I said, what? She said, what have you been doing for the last 30 days? And can I use it with other patients? Because I found my way back to me. And another moment that I'm super, super grateful for was when my daddy took me on my first date. I was 12 years old. And he took me out to a restaurant on the pier in Marina Del Rey. And um, he ordered my drink and ordered my food and opened the car door and all the things you would do on a great date that I didn't know anything about at 12. And at the end of the evening, I went to walk in the house and my father was opening, holding the door open for me. And he closed the door so I could not get in. And I stopped and I was like, Daddy, what's wrong? And he said, I want you to know something, Lisa. Tonight I took you on your first date so you get to see how you get to be treated. I wanted you to see how you get to be treated. Now, sweetheart, how you choose to be treated, that's going to be on you. The big moments in your life are made up by the little decisions you make. I didn't make a big decision to get in an abusive relationship. I made a little decision to lower my integrity bar. I made another little decision to stay when I saw the first sign that he didn't honor me the way I deserved to be honored. I made a little decision when I crossed over, moved past that moment of discomfort and allowed his words to make up for his behavior. It was my job to fall madly in love with me first. That no one was going to show me how to love me. That I have to show not only me how to love me, but I have to show other people how to love me. That you are the first example of what loving you looks like and the way you love you is the way the world's going to love you. So when you say
say, oh, I don't need rescue, we believe you. When you say, no, don't worry about me, I'm fine, we believe you. When you say, no, I don't need help, we believe you. When you say, I'm fine by myself, we believe you. So here's what I realized, words are power. Words, words speak life. Words, your life is a physical manifestation of the conversation going on in your head. And it's a physical manifestation of the words that are falling across your lips. And if you want to create a better life, design a better conversation. If you want to design a better conversation, think about it. But not about them, but first about you. And if you can feel it right now, something stirring in your soul, just that little something, you can't even describe it, then you're still in the game. It ain't over yet. It's never too late. At 20, at 40, at 55, at 75, at 88, it ain't ever too late to press reset and fall madly in love with the life that you've been given. And then you'll look up and your life is barely. Then you look up and your life is barely recognizable. I'm a girl from South Central LA, living between the Harlem 30s and the rolling 60s. Had three fights a week to get home from school. Got kicked out of college. I was considered academically challenged. I'm functioning dis I'm functionally dyslexic still. I wear everything as a badge. I'm fine with it. It's not I'm not successful in spite of it. My success is beautiful because of it. I'm that woman who was on government's assistance. Okay. I'm that woman who got out of an abusive relationship. Okay. But I'm also that woman who's authored a code for seven bestsellers. I'm also that woman who's the CEO of a multi-million dollar business. I'm also the woman who has an international brand and touches over 30 million people a year. I'm also that woman. Don't wear the labels and don't let the labels wear you. You're bigger than a label. I'm a woman before I'm a mother. I'm a woman before I'm a CEO. I'm a woman before I'm a daughter. I'm a woman first, all things. I'm not a hero. I want to be a shero. And I want to give her a chance. And I, I say to you as your sister, you don't think you get the press reset, you better think again. It is not over. Matter of fact, it just begun.
stop is uninspirational. That is for a young boy or a young girl out there to remind you the essence of and the presence of a mother and a father in your home. Remember the doctor came in and he just said that my mom had a cardiac arrest. They told me uh, that I had to make a decision. They said we can do A. We could try to revive her, but we'll probably break every bone in her body and she's feeling all the pain. Or B, you know, we'll just let life take its course and, you know, we'll let her pass in peace. So frantically, I had a minute to decide what I had to decide, either life or, or this. And, um, you know, I was told not to let the decision that I was going to make at that moment haunt me for the rest of my life. So I made the decision to let her go. I remember I just laid at her side and I was just weeping like crazy. I told her everything I was grateful for. I told her, thank you so much for how you raised me. And the sad thing about it is that was the only time I did it. I never did it before. I never told my mom how much I loved her. I never told her, um, I never told her anything until that moment. Um, after that, I remember I kissed her and I said goodbye. I, uh, I went inside the waiting room. Um, I heard all these noises again, but no pitter-patter of the feet, no nothing, you know? And I remember I looked it up in him, I was like, is it over? And he said, yeah, it's over. To this day, she's always in the back of my mind every time I do my schoolwork, um, everything I do, because she just taught me how to love, how to be kind, how to be real, how to be genuine towards people, um, live every second as if you're your last, and um, always help the poor live simply so other people can simply live young girl and young boy honor your mom and your dad when you lose your mom or your dad your life will change forever but god has a plan for your life look to him make him your father
whatever you need him to be today, he is. I just want to speak to the doubt in the room. If there is any doubt in the room, I just want you to know there is nothing impossible for God. And I know you may think it's tough, but I just want you to leave that doubt, leave that fear. And no matter what, just lift your hands and declare, God is king. You are king of my life. You are king of my circumstances, God. The king.
here to you, the hearers and the listeners out there, whether near or far. From my heart to your heart, I would like to say a very special thank you to Carol Schultz for being with me once again today. And to you. I hope you enjoy the lineup. Because indeed, on this super soulful Sunday, there's motivation, there's inspiration, and there is encouragement. So, dear woman of God, dear super sassy, valuable soul sister, be still for a moment. Be still for a while and praise God for his favour. Thank God for his favour, his grace and simply God's goodness and his awesomeness. For God is able to do the impossible. God is the one who sees around the bend. He loves you and me your family your household unconditionally he stays and lives and reigns in your heart and my heart so be blessed to each and everyone around the world surround yourself with those who love you those who encourage you uplift you those who say something positive and not negative For the Lord says, I am always aware of your needs. May the presence of him encapsulate you, fill you. May your cup overflow. So until next time, until we meet again, same time, same place, for an inspirational motivational short stories or soul poetry right here on super soulful sunday may your working week be prosperous and may you be enthralled for what he has done and is still about to do have an awesome week ahead salome jacobs you know where to find me that God himself wrote the words to it's it's a there's a power in it he said when you do this you will place my name upon them and this was given to the sons of Aaron that's the house I'm from so it's my blessing to give it to you who are, it was given to God's people you are the people of God and God's will is to bless you so here in the language of the Bible the blessing